Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grace, Peace, and Balance podcast by Gabi Abdelkadir. Uh, this is episode 101, and I have an amazing guest for you today, Megan Mullen. And the title of this episode is Take the Out Out of Your Slouch. You will know what it is about. We'll be discussing this. And um, yeah, so Megan Nolan. She helps driven high achieving women overcome back and neck pain so they can live their lives joyfully energized. She is the creator of the WIC, the Warrior Within Framework that combines the tools of yoga, movement, breath work, and mindset fitness to help them create an empowering morning routine that leaves them feeling refreshed and ready for the day. So the question you need to ask is what happens to our bodies when we sit for long hours? That's what she, she will answer that question. What can we do to stay on top of things, to stay strong and healthy? Is there anything we can do at our desks when we feel the tension creeping up? I will also be sharing her bio and all her social media links. She also has a freebie. Um, take advantage and get in touch with Megan. Megan, welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, where you grew up and what you were like as a child. <laughs> well, I grew up in Canada and I now Woo-hoo. live in Maui. So I, I kept making my May more and more West because I'm originally from Ontario and it's too cold for me. So I tried BC and that was too rainy. And then finally I made my way out into the middle of the ocean and it's just right. (laughs) So as a child, I've always loved to learn. I've always loved to exercise and move my body. So it really kind of made sense for me to become a personal trainer. So I became a personal trainer 17 years ago because I love to help other people to move their body and stay strong and healthy. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after I became a yoga instructor. And so all the work that I do brings together both of those worlds. Okay. That's amazing. And so that was your passion, right? From the time you were young to become a yoga instructor and Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. No, I didn't realize that yoga would be it when I was young, but I knew that I wanted to do something that was more fun. More fun. Fun and being able to help people. You know, that's kind of the one thing we all say when we're younger. Like, what do you want to do? Well, I want to help people. And so it really, it it made a lot of sense for me because it, it really allowed me to bring together the something that's really helped me because I find that that movement for me and yoga included in that has really become a staple for me and it's become a medicine for me that really helps me to feel like myself and keep my body in a place of of feeling energized and feeling good and feeling happy so it's been something that I have always been passionate about so it definitely has been yeah definitely been a big part of my journey okay so you're in Maui right now Yes. Yeah. So do you teach it there as well? Yes. So that's what you do. And you do also online courses, I understand. Yes. You do online training now since COVID especially. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. I already had an online program before the pandemic started. Okay. So it's kind of a little bit ahead of the curve, yeah. but I was able to create more programs to be able to help people all the way around the world to navigate the early part of the pandemic, but you know, also throughout. And so now that things have started to open back up here, I do in-person sessions and classes with some people here mm-hmm. locally on Maui, but I do work with people all around the world. Yeah, I know that I have attended one of your sessions, loved it anyway. Yeah, so that is that. And um, what kind of complaints do you normally hear? I see that you help women, but I'm sure you also do help men, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. So what kind of complaints are common when it comes to women coming to you for help? One of the main complaints I hear is that they're starting to get a little bit freaked out, frightened, because it feels like their body is kind of falling apart and they're not sure what to do about it because it feels like they're aging too quickly and it's, it's scaring them. So that's one thing. And then that they are feel like they are just going, 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 going all the time. And they're so busy, but they haven't been able to get into or stick with a routine for keeping their body strong and healthy. And so they just are feeling so exhausted, so drained in pain all the time. It's affecting their sleep. It's affecting their mood. And so it's having a ripple effect out into their productivity and their energy levels as well. Yeah. That was me years ago. Like I used to be on the go, 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 go. So by nine o'clock, like I was a dead, I was like a dead woman, period. It didn't affect my sleep because I would be so exhausted. I'm always up by five. I would be so exhausted that by nine, nobody could talk to me. Like I would be out, completely out. And then up again at like, uh, you know, I would read though. I would be in bed, but I would read for about an hour and fall asleep by 10. And then up again at five. And then the same routine over and over and over again, up until like I started to meditate and exercise and actually make time for me, quiet time, you know, Um, it has helped me a lot. So do you, um, I know you talk about, according to your title, you help people who work in offices most of the time or people like us even working from home or your entrepreneur, you're sitting in front of your computer all day long, at least eight, nine hours. So that I know for sure from experience, it causes lower back pain and shoulder pain. These are the two places where I suffer. So those are the kind of people that I'm sure come to you most often. Absolutely. It's, it's an interesting collection of people, but it seems to be that I attract people that are really passionate about what they do Mm -hmm. and they love what they do so much so that they want to do it all the time. Yeah. (laughs) But as a result of that, they're just going, 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 working hard. Here I go. And then, yes, as you mentioned, it definitely tends to be the lower back, the upper back, the neck and shoulder tension that really brings people to me. And luckily the great thing about yoga and exercise is that we work on the first layer of us, which is our physical body, because that's the one we typically have the complaints about. Sometimes yeah. people feel it in their emotional selves and their mental selves because they're feeling sad or anxious or overwhelmed or exhausted. Oh, and wow. so that, you know, luckily it all goes together. And so when you work on any part of you, you know, whether it's your body, your mind, or your spirit, all the other layers of you get beneficially affected. So it, it's really powerful and it helps you to not only to stay strong 
physically and get out of the pain, but leaves you in a place where you feel centered and grounded and like yourself again and happy again. And so it's one of those practices that's so powerful and really kind of has this beautiful ripple effect in, into all areas of your life. Absolutely. So what, what do you advise for people who are working in the corporate environment and they're stuck with all this urgent stuff to do? They can, they're unable to move from their desk as much as they want. What do you advise them to do? Well, I advise that having an empowering morning routine is the most effective way to stay strong and healthy and out of pain because we can have the best intentions of doing it later. I'll do it later. Yeah. It doesn't really happen. So when <laughs> we know. do it first, sorry. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners can relate to that too. And so doing it first makes it more likely that it will happen. And it's a great way to start the day because literally you're lighting your fire, right? So the way that you burn calories, your metabolism gets lit up. You're energizing your body by activating your muscles, which also energizes your brain, which is so important for productivity and focus and decision-making. So that's really powerful. And it can increase your productivity by upwards of 72% when you exercise in the morning time or do yoga in the morning time. So not only does it set the tone for the whole day, because you're taking a moment to activate your body, to get centered, to, you know, energize yourself, but you're also in doing so you're activating muscles that help you to hold strong posture. So the weak posture is where we have pain. So where we're in that rounded, slouchy, ouchy position, that's when we have pain. But when you move back into strong posture, when you're walking tall, you're sitting tall, you're feeling good, then your body is in its ideal alignment and it doesn't hurt as much, right? Or at all. And so energizing your core muscles in your morning time routine is so, so important. So that's a good start. There's definitely other suggestions, but that's a good start. Yeah, so for women who have, children that they have to prepare for school and then before they run to work that means they have to wake up at 4 a.m for them to do that sometimes um maybe not 4 a.m but definitely earlier (laughs) you know (laughs) um because i know there is there's definitely a lot to do for moms that have a lot to do yeah and so if that's not feasible then then you can do it later on maybe midday but usually for moms it is is waking up a little bit ahead of everybody else so that you have some time when things are quiet and you're not getting disrupted in what you're doing yeah i know what you mean yeah so that is for the body what about for the mind for the soul for the spirit what do you advise do you do meditations with your yoga or no yes absolutely so the amazing thing about yoga is that it's, it helps to prepare you to be able to sit quietly and meditate. But when you are doing the different elements of the practice, for example, bringing your attention to your breath or really focusing on the pose that you're in, you're using your senses to become mm-hmm. very present. So in doing so, you activate the same things in your brain that you do when you're meditating. So for somebody that doesn't have a lot of time to do extra after you're achieving the same benefit in the yoga practice as you do when you meditate. So it kind of is woven right into that. Some people like to have meditation time after, and that's actually one of the most powerful tools for keeping your brain healthy is doing an exercise routine that is a combination of both some cardiovascular exercise. So doing some cardio, doing some movements that get your heart rate elevated. So that helps you to actually create new brain cells. 
And then when you meditate, meditation, because it's challenging for your brain, something called effortful learning, meaning that in order for you to learn how to do it, you have to put in the effort. <laughs> yeah. And so that actually helps your brain cells to mature. So the combination of cardio and meditation is very powerful for the brain. So meditation is very powerful for that. But then also I like to do gratitude practice or using intention setting or doing what's called intentional thinking. So if you, you know, you connect to your vision that you have for your day, your business, your goals, what have you, then thinking thoughts that align with that vision. So what qualities of that version of you, can you begin to activate? And how does that version of you begin to think? Because we all are, you know, we have this chattering monkey collective, right? Or the monkey mind that's just chattering away in your head between 60 to 70,000 thoughts every day, just chattering away. So you're already listening to yourself talk all day long. So when you use the power of intentional thinking, it actually changes the hardwiring of your brain when you repeat those intentional and empowering thoughts. So that's a, a really powerful tool set for the mind as well. Oh, wow. Do you work with the chakras, the seven chakras or no? Yes. Well, the yogis recognize that in our body, we have these, the chakras or the energy centers and they sit along the spine. And so in order to have a free flow of prana or energy, then making sure your spine stays healthy and strong is essential. So everything that we do in yoga focuses on spinal health and mobility. Mm -hmm. And so that is in and of itself helps to allow that free flow of energy through the chakras. So it's already kind of woven into it. And then of course, specifically we go dive, we do dive deeper into that when there's a certain theme for the practice or when we're focusing on a certain area of the body that helps to really open up that, that energy center. And so when it comes back to the, the ouchy slouchy or the weak posture, what happens is when we go into that rounded position, our shoulders roll forward and our head moves forward. And so it really compresses the heart chakra, for example. Mm-hmm. So when I help people to move back into strong posture, because of what we're doing to open up that area to help you to regain strong posture, it yeah. works with the chakras instantly and really focuses on the heart chakra. So it's it's kind of this interesting practice that's already woven into it. So whether you know you're doing it or not, whether we're spoke specifically speaking to it, we are already working on it. So it's kind of, it's an amazing practice because it's doing all of that simultaneously, which is wonderful. Then it saves time. Incredible. That's amazing. Okay. So for someone who works in an office on a desk from nine to six, how often should they move from that desk, from that chair and do something? How often should they be just getting up? Even like I used to go out and like go for a 10 minute walk and come back. Uh, what, what's your advice for someone who is like stuck between from nine to six at a desk? That's a great question. So ideally you're not sitting for longer than an hour at a time. At about a 45 minute mark, your brain starts to get distracted and sort of shifts and turns off and gets, you know, it's hard for you to focus. You find yourself kind of bing bonging all over the place. And that's because your brain, although it likes, it likes novelty, it also likes to take breaks. So about a 45 minute mark is such a powerful point. But if you want to get a gold star at about 30 minutes to stand up. 
And so that's really what you want is to not be sitting longer for than 30 minutes, because then at the 30 minute mark, every, then we start to see changes in your blood chemistry, your blood pressure goes up a little bit, oxygen saturation levels in the brain and the body go down because in weak posture, you're not breathing very well because you're squashed over. So it's hard for you to breathe with your diaphragm. And you end up breathing with the backup muscles, which are in your neck and shoulders. And because you're already hunched over the keyboard, they're already holding up that big, beautiful melon of yours, AKA your head. So they're already working really hard. So the more you can get up and move, the better, but at least every hour, if a half an hour is not achievable. Okay. So just to get up and do some stretching or just, just go like walk around and come back or they have to do some stretching. There are offices that they don't have a space where you can actually do some stretching, but you can go to the kitchen, you can go to the bathroom for all I care uh, and, and do some stretching. What do you think? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yes, so one thing I tell people, that's something that we often forget and maybe we should just even do it right now is to drink more water. Oh yeah, you gave me a lecture on that one because I am not <laughs> drinking enough. <laughs> Every time I have like, I go past my uh, filter and then I I think of you now. Oh my God, she said I have to have this. So like I'm drinking a lot more than I did before since since I attended the session with you the other day. I think a month ago. Yeah. So yeah, I'm drinking a lot more water. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. So how many glasses per day should be good enough for the body? So that depends on your body weight. So a a pretty easy formula for that is to take your body weight and divide it in half. Okay. And that is how many ounces that you should be drinking every day. But if you operate in milliliters, you just take that number and you multiply it by 30 and that will give you how many milliliters of water you should drink every day. Oh, wow. So it's probably more than you would expect. (laughs) Yeah, I was, I'm trying to calculate in my mind right now. (laughs) Okay. I know it. Yeah. But I think Mm -hmm. minimum six glasses of water is okay. Minimum, right? Minimum. Yeah. The people talk a lot about eight glasses, eight, eight ounce, eight, eight ounce glasses about a day. And especially if you drink caffeine or alcohol, you want to bump that up a little bit more. So drinking more water is helpful because you are mostly water. So you need to replenish it. And it's one of those pieces of advice that we always hear because it's essential, but we can so quick to ignore it because we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. Okay. But really it's so important for us to, to get enough water. And also in between the bones of your spine, there's a little disc and it's made mostly, and it's filled mostly with water. And so when you're dehydrated, it squashes down and you can have more back pain. So it's really important from a back health perspective to to make sure that you're well hydrated. So then now that you're drinking more water, you have to get up more. And so that even just getting up to go to the bathroom, you know, if you go back and you walk to the toilet and you come back and if you don't feel comfortable stretching in your workspace, then you can kind of just stay in the bathroom or like you said, go into the kitchen and take a little stretchy break at that point. And then even just maybe you'll walk around the office, like do a lap around the office before you go sit back down. And, you know, you can just touch base with your coworkers or if you're working on your own or at co-working space, just putting in as much movement as you can, because 
it's so easy for us to listen to our brain saying, go, 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 come on. We got a mile long to-do list. Go, go, go. Don't stop now. You got to get back at it. And actually you are more productive and you're more energized and you're more focused. If you do integrate those little breaks, I know it's a hard sell sometimes. Yeah. It's a hard sell because people are like, Oh no, no, no. I got to get back to work. And the thing is, is that if you are distracted and you're trying to do a million projects at once, multitasking is actually very inefficient. And so it's better for you to just stay on task, take a pause, go back, do something else. Right. And so it really, it is, the, the research shows us that it is extremely beneficial for you to take these mini breaks throughout the day. And then after you've taken a few mini breaks is a good time for, you know, so a couple hours into your work day is typically when, when we get that sort of morning slump and then the afternoon slump and we get that tired, like, uh, more coffee or I need a nap. I'm going to go lay on under my nap, my bed and have a nap. That's a really great time for a longer power pause, I call them. So a power pause would be a longer break, like you said, to go out for a little walk or take a longer yoga break at that point or do some breathing, do some meditation and just integrating that into your day and making that a non-negotiable with yourself is so important because it literally does boost your energy and your mood and your focus in just a short amount of time. Like it doesn't have to be an hour long if you don't have that. But taking that power pause at that that time of the day when you're like, oh, I can feel it coming. I'm about to hit the wall. <laughs> if you can do it before that is yeah. extremely powerful because you kind of like um, ward that off if you do it before your normal crash time. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes it's very difficult to get off your chair, like leave your work. If you're working on something extremely urgent or important that you have a deadline, you know, you have to be stuck until you finish it for three hours or sometimes four hours. There are there were times in in, in so many of my the, my jobs that I actually had to skip lunch time that I didn't take lunch because I had a deadline that I had to meet. So it can be very difficult sometimes, but but it's a good idea. Like you said, you work better if you take those five minute breaks, maybe. Yeah, I agree to that. I really like it. And I wish like corporate companies who actually could actually bring in a yoga class, like, you know, three times a week or something to the, the team. Maybe they could divide them into groups and then have like an like a stretch or like, you know, Pilates and, um, and, and yoga. I wish they would do that. I only know one company that I worked for that I, they actually brought in a yoga instructor for lunchtime which was really incredible. But other people, they don't. They just go for a walk. You know, some people keep on working through their lunch or they go by their lunch, come eat their lunch at their desk while they're working. Right. I mean, yeah. So no wonder like uh, so many of us are suffering from back pain, lower back pain and shoulder pain. What do you think? Would diet be important in addition to the exercise and the yoga and everything else, a good diet. What do you think of that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because when you're, you're eating healthy, it helps to regulate your weight. And then when your weight is regulated, it's less pressure on your joints and on your spine. And then also 
a lot of your energy actually comes from your gut. So from your belly, your large intestine, your small intestine is where we produce a lot of our microbiome and our brain chems or our brain chemicals. So when we have a healthy diet, when we're eating a lot of plants, yeah. fruits, veggies, nuts, seeds, etc., beans, what have you, then it actually nourishes the the microbiome or the different bacteria, healthy bacteria that we have in our, in our gut. And it actually helps you to sleep better, feel happier, be more energized, be more focused, all of that. So it definitely has a huge role. Do you do smoothies, Megan? I have a smoothie every morning. What kind? I put in some either oat milk or coconut milk or almond milk sometimes. And then I put in hemp seeds and a chunk of turmeric and some black pepper, some spinach, some berries, and then cacao, and then a, a mix of other power, other powders. So like superfood powders. Mm -hmm. And then I put in some protein powder as well protein powder oh wow the hemp seed is something that i need to remember to add to my smoothies i have started doing that as well but for me i do beets celery kale um but i also only use almond milk uh we don't use like the traditional you know dairy milk anymore uh so almond milk uh, flaxseed and uh, I would add an orange and sometimes it would only be half a banana, a handful of blueberries, a handful of strawberries and a protein shake. I, you know, I get bored very easily, so I can't have the same thing every day. So I, I tend to alternate. So that should be, I feel like my energy level has definitely uh, changed since I started doing that. So yeah, so that's a, that's, that's a good thing to add so that whoever is listening, it's a good idea to change your diet, improve your diet and, you know, not eat like McDonald's burgers every single day. What do you think? A hundred percent. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. Eh? Seriously. Yeah. Uh -huh. they, a lot of this young generation, they all, all they eat is like the Harvey's burgers, the McDonald's burgers every single day at lunch. They bring this whole box with the fries and uh, with this, that's what they eat. Um, yeah, so that is not a good idea, definitely. So what is your last advice? I have three personal questions that I want to ask you. Actually, one, two, three. Yeah, three personal questions that I want to ask you. Um, before that, maybe we can do your last word after. So I'm going to ask you anything else you want to add before I start asking you? Yes, I would say we are all so focused on doing all the things and checking all the boxes and making sure we're making it happen. But ask yourself, are you checking the most important box of all? The one that is your health, your happiness, your vitality, because a lot of times that's the one that we forget, but it's the most important one of all. And so really remembering that that is the foundation for everything in your life. And especially over the last few years, we really recognized how important it is for us to stay healthy and have strong immune systems and all of that. So yeah. really making that time for yourself and whatever activity that you love. So it might be yoga or walking, Tai Chi, dancing, working out, whatever it is, is doing, doing something for yourself a little bit every day. Because a lot of times people say, well, I don't have time. 
And yes, I know there's a lot going in your life. So what can you dedicate to that? Can you dedicate five minutes? Can you dedicate 15 minutes? Because even five minutes is powerful because guess what? Five is way better than no minutes. Yeah. Right. Because we get really caught up in like, oh, well, if it's not an hour, is it really worth anything? Five minutes, three deep breaths, whatever it is, it's, it's, it adds up. It's all cumulative. And so just remembering that whatever you can do, whatever time you can dedicate to it, to yourself and to your health is, is incredibly valuable. Boom. You killed it. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Okay. Let me ask you a question now. Nothing to do with, with this subject. So if you had to visit three countries before you die, what countries would they be? Hmm. Okay. I've always wanted to go to Greece. Okay. I would love to go to Portugal. Okay. I would love to go to, I haven't been to India. I'd like to go to India as well. Oh, wow. Because you are into meditation because that's a good place for, uh, you know, that is one of my dreams to actually life gets normal like to go for a like a four-week silent retreat or a meditation retreat I would love to do that I think uh, they do it in India they do it in Mexico they do it in Colombia I heard any of those I just would love to go do that beautiful uh, beautiful choices Um, if you have to accomplish one dream that you haven't done yet before you die what would it be one dream that you haven't started yet, but you always think about it, you would love to do it. One dream before you die, what would it be? That I haven't started yet? Yeah, because mm-hmm. you're doing your question right now, you're working on your question right now, but one dream, what would it be? Well, I barely just started my book, but I definitely want to write a book, but um, something that I haven't started Well, it's a very big dream, but to be on stage with Oprah. Oh my God, that is amazing. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, why not? Why not? It's doable. Finish your book. Send it to her. I actually always thought of, oh, maybe I should mail my book to her. Like, you know, like, who knows? Sometimes because they review it before they hand it to her. They also, the team go through it before they hand it. But who knows? It is doable. So that's a great dream. Just put it in your vision board, her picture and yours and the book. And it can happen. I know, seriously, it can happen. That was a beautiful one. I had a third question for the life of me. Now I I lost it. So, yeah. So when are you coming back to Canada? Never, I guess. I haven't been back to yeah right no more in the snow the last time I went was to Ottawa in the winter time and it was brutally cold I'm never doing that again but I might make my way to the west coast um in September okay September this year yes yeah okay that's not bad okay but if you happen to be like uh coming through to Ontario Maybe. I mean, my mom and my sister, they live there still. My brothers live there still. So perhaps. Whereabouts in Ontario? Yeah. Whereabouts in Ontario do they live? 
Um, my mom lives in Hamilton. Okay. One of my brothers lives in Montreal. Okay. Another brother lives in Ottawa and my sister lives in Kingston. In Kingston. Okay. That's not too bad. Maybe Montreal a little bit, like it's a, what a five hour drive mm -hmm. now. Yeah. But the rest are like so close. Yeah. Just if you happen to come here, let's meet up. If you happen okay. to be close by Yeah, Hamilton is not too far by the way. It's just a couple of hours drive. So. I could come and meet you there if you don't want to come to Toronto. Okay, so that was incredible. Any last word before we close? I would love for people to grab my free gift. So that's yes. a three-step mini morning routine that you can do for just a couple minutes or you can stretch it out for as long as you have. So it's three steps that is really truly helps you to align with your big vision for your life and work and embody that version of you that has already achieved all of those incredible goals and learn how to live and express as that person every day. So it's a three-step mini morning routine, lots of great tools and resources in there for you. And I would love to connect that way. And if you have any questions about the routine itself or anything that we were doing, once you grab the, the freebie, the free gift, then you can feel free to send me an email and we can chat it up. Yeah, excellent. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure having you on my podcast. So until the next episode, everybody, I will be uh, adding uh, Megan's bio and all her social media links and including her freebie on Podbean and on YouTube. Uh, make sure you grab your freebie first and get in touch with her. Until the next episode, wishing you grace, peace, and balance. Blessings. Blessings. Thank you.